Hello everyone, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is. Um, this is a little pre-recorded segment I did before I'm posting this episode. Um, I promise we'll get to the guest very soon. Um, but I just wanted to firstly thank you all um, for your um, for tuning in right now and also for your continued support. It really has been amazing and I can't thank you all enough. Um, I've hit a few milestones recently. Um, I'll be talking about those in a later episode. But yeah, um, it's been it's been great, and I'm definitely hoping to continue this um, up and onwards. Basically, um, yeah, I've just uh, I've actually just ventured into YouTube very tentatively. Um, I've only got one episode up so far, um, but if you do like the YouTube, if you like YouTube better than any other platform I use, then I'm also on there as of course the Curiosity Complex. Um, yeah, and you know I'd appreciate if you guys could. Um, you know, I've got a Facebook page, an Instagram page. If you guys like, follow, whatever. Um, if you if you like the stuff that you're hearing, then I'd really appreciate a follow. Um, maybe even a couple of shares if you're feeling generous. But yeah, I really appreciate you guys' support. It's been amazing. Um, I won't keep you any longer. Let's get straight on to our guest. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Curiosity Complex. My name is Nat, and today I have a fantastic guest on, who has a absolutely crazy CV. Um, literally literally crazy and i can't wait for you all to hear about what he does and why he does it um he's got some hilarious stories as well which i'm gonna definitely ask about um the dogs are on a mad one tonight so you might hear some background noise i try and mute myself as best as possible but no guarantees um so yeah let's let's just dive straight in um get straight to it tell us all a bit about yourself sir so, my name is Alistair Hamilton. I am currently a full-time internship of strength and conditioning at Premiership Rugby Club Sale Sharks. Sick. How old are you? I'm 23 years old, 24 in a month and two days. Oh, boy. Sick. Okay. Um, right, so, a bit of background. Um, we know each other through um, an absolute weapon called Levi um he's yeah he's someone else and we met we met through him and and then we just kind of kept talking i suppose um down at bang university um so what did you you did a undergrad and then a master's didn't you so i started off i did a level three quality course of diploma in right Uh, my career path was not what I am currently doing. So for anyone who decides to change career paths, it's all good, but decide on what you're going to do first. (laughs) So I started off by going to Aberystwyth University. And obviously that is not the best part if you're from Bang University. Yeah, fuck Aber. Yeah, basically. (laughs) I apologise to everyone listening. (laughs) So I did sport and exercise science for three years in Aberystwyth University. Um, For the current position I have, people would gather you need a first or a very high mark. However, I passed with a 2-2, which is, if I understand, it's a second class lower. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Um, so once I graduated, I was like, "Oh, uh, what do I do now?" Because uh, to start off with, I wasn't supposed to go to university. 
So the pathway I was supposed to take was move to Australia and become a personal trainer there. However, the only reason I went to university was there was a module in my college course and we had to apply through UCAS. Yeah. So lucky enough, uh, Aberystwyth accepted me. So that's where the career started. Yeah. So finished in Aberystwyth University after three years. Um, the time in between, so that summer, um, I was working as a waiter um trying to decide what to do next lucky enough something clicked in my brain not really how uh, and to decide for a master's in applied sport and exercise physiology at Bangor university um so obviously moved to Bangor and did the student life once again move into shared house move into yeah, all the bits and bobs of university. Um, so, yeah, did a master's for a year. Um, wasn't sure what to do my research project in. So, joined on to a PhD, which was all about psychophys. But in my head, I hate psychology. <laughs> okay. Which is pretty decent. Um, so, yeah. And then, lucky enough, just before I finished my master's, um, I emailed Bangor City Football Club and got in as the head sports scientist, 23 years old. Um, so, yeah, I was a sports scientist at Bangor City Football Club, which is at the time semi professional, um, still had coaches from Welsh Premier League, English Premier League. Um, so, very good standard and good experience. Um, so yeah, that's where it all kicked off, and then had opportunity to be on Welsh TV, um, in front of the lights, TVs, all different meeting people, uh, great opportunity. So from there, I was like, right, where do I go from here? So at the time, I wasn't getting paid, um, and that's one instance of pro sport you don't get paid unless you're successful and get a position. So I was like, crap, what do I do here? Um, I was living off place stop in Bangor, buying a little small truck, um, not living the high life. However, I went on a very good social network site, LinkedIn. Um, <laughs> I recommend LinkedIn to every single person of every single career pathway. Um, so I messaged the Saracens Rugby Club's S&C coach, um, who are the European champions, Guinness Premier League champions, a whole lot. Uh, current players, Liam Williams, Owen Farrell, Mario Toje, obviously the big, big names. Um, and yeah, in the space of two days, had a reply and an invitation down to the Saracens training ground. So, as you do, book hotels in London, uh, and yeah, walked into the gym, and every single play you can think of was just working out. And yeah, that's where it started off. 
Um, so from that, I've worked with, yeah, Owen Farrell, Liam Williams, Vina Polo Brothers, um, international World Cup British Lions players. Pretty cool. Um, and then I was there for two months, back and forth, traveling from Bangor to London. Um, not the high life, staying in hotels, still unpaid. However, this is what you have to do to be in professional sport. Um, so if anyone's worried about paying and how much it costs, then obviously you're in the wrong career. Um, so yeah, so finished that in January, and then that was that. There was no positions to follow up from the experience I gained. However, about three weeks later, I was sitting in Daniel Library. Um, not going to say who with, um, and then, <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, then got a phone call um, from Ben Pollard, who used to be the English strength and conditioning coach, and now is at Saracens, saying we have recommended you to our friend. Um, as a coincidence, it was Sail Sharks. So Sail Sharks got onto the phone to me, um, invited me to be contracted with them for a whole season. So as you do, moving around the whole country again, had to find a house, had to find a part-time job to cover the rent of the house. Um, so yeah, in the space of three weeks, moved to Manchester and started the full-time position at Sale Sharks. Um, obviously, some of the players that some people know, um, Faf de Klerk, who recently won the World Cup with South Africa. You have Chris Ashton. You have Dupree Brothers, the whole South African team, Balignard. They're like, like just all of the South Africans, really. Literally. The whole single South African team is at Sale Sharks. <laughs> so, Not yeah. That. You've signed thousands of them, haven't you? So, yeah, they've been given a £16 million salary cap. And they keep signing players from everywhere. So, that is where I am currently. Yeah. And you've also, um, you mentioned you're working working other jobs to to kind of get by to pay the rent in Manchester. Um, But you've now now stopped um, that. So, to work in pro sport, to get experience, obviously clubs know how good they are and the level they're at. So, they aren't going to pay anyone who wants experience. You have to follow that up by your own funds. You get a part-time job. So, from start of June until Thursday this week... um, yeah, I work around 50 to 55 hours a week. Um, 16 hours is paid. The rest is unpaid. And that is a lot of hours unpaid. But what you put in is what you get out. Um, and then recently just accepted a job offer last night to work at Hale Country Club. Which... Spa and country club for billionaires, basically. Um, 
which is obviously high life again. Um, and yeah, they've offered me a full-time contract, um, salary, and lucky enough, as it's a high facility and Sales Sharks players go there, Sales Sharks managers just joined, um, they're working around me at Sales Sharks. So from Monday, I'm working Monday day, Tuesday day, Wednesday day at Sales Sharks, then Wednesday evening all the way through until Sunday. Um, I was covering 40 hours a week at Hale Country Club, um, which pays for my rent. And obviously, he's going to buy my Gucci shoes. <laughs> Big aspirations. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that's the current background of my life. Uh, yeah. So pretty decent. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So I didn't. Um, I mean, I did. I warned you all that he had a crazy CV, and there you go. You just had it. Um, right then. So where did all of this start for you? Why did you get into S and C? Um, so before university and college, um, I got to the Welsh Championships regional level in rugby. So I was playing against Scarlets in the 16s and the 18s and the 20s, Ospreys, um, all the regions of Wales, getting taught and getting coached by high professional coaches, as you do. Um, so yeah, it all started off from there really. Um, if I did, if I wasn't successful at playing, I was going to do professional coaching. Um, however, at the time, the development pathway of rugby in North Wales wasn't that great. So I decided to go back to Rustwood and played rugby. However, got into sports science. Um, so the difference of sports science to strength and conditioning as it covers both concepts. Strength and conditioning is more applied coaching. So day-to-day basis is you start off in the gym. So the players, you're basically spotting players, supporting them, implementing their program. Um, Forwards, then the backs, uh, all depends on the periodization and the schedule of the day. And then... You'll go out to the pit session. You'll do some conditioning with them, so fitness-based training, um, warm-ups, mobilization, activation of the joints, muscles, so on. Um, Sports science, for me, covers more analysis, so biomechanics, um, more science-based, really, and as I wasn't the best in maths and science through school, um, by sacking that off and moving to S&C, but having still the sports science background, it gives you best of both worlds. Yeah, I can relate to that. Um, so, yeah. So, as I believe I'm better at coaching as a person than sitting behind a laptop researching, um, I've gone more into strength and conditioning. So, yeah. So... That's that. Sweet. Sweet. Okay, cool. Um, all right, well, let's go through the kind of the pathway. You mentioned pathways there. Um, let's go through the pathway of what it actually takes to become um, become an SSC coach in a, a professional outfit. Um, so, currently, to work a professional degree to start off with. Yeah. 
Um, you need an undergraduate degree. You need a master's degree desired. Um, you need a specialized course with your master's. So I've done my level four strength and conditioning. I've done my level one Olympic lifting. So you're developing yourself through components of fitness. Yeah. Um, then from there, if you're lucky enough to secure a position as an intern, um, that could be through football, rugby, Olympic level, could be different countries, America, Australia, South Africa, just to get experience under your belt. Um, some clubs wish for an individual to have from four to seven years experience. Uh, currently three and a half. Um, and lucky enough, that's been with Saracens, Bangor Football Club, Sale Sharks. Um, obviously, I had the opportunity to work with the Welsh National Sevens team. Um, so, yeah, everything I've done is been with first team professional sport. Um, as I've been very lucky to get those opportunities. But so obviously the pathway, you have to be highly educated. Um, you have to be highly motivated to work unsociable hours. Um, keep teaching yourself, keep reading. Um, and you develop, really. Um, you can't stop learning. You can't stop getting degrees. You can't stop getting qualifications. And obviously, the higher you are, the higher your position. So through sport, you obviously have an internship, SNC, you have assistant, and then you have a normal strength and conditioning coach for different age levels. And then you go up to the head de department or the lead. Um, obviously to be a lead coach, you need at least, I'm going to say 10 to 20 years experience. Um, so yeah, it's, a long pathway, but if you're determined to reach that point of your career, um, I'd recommend it to anyone because you get so much different opportunities and so much different experiences. Um, working day by day with famous celebrities, professional players. So it gives you an insight of what that life's really about. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, People are going to be sitting here and thinking, this guy's just got really lucky with what with what's happened. And I'm sure a lot of other people you talk to probably don't have such a nice story to tell um, or such a lucky story to tell. Um, but my, my opinion on luck is that you kind of, the amount of effort you put into something dictates how much luck you get from it a yeah. lot of the time. So the effort that I've had to put in is literally... The first couple of weeks after my master's, I was emailing every single football team in every single football league from semi-professional to the Premier League. So if you decide every single league, say about 25 teams, 25 times four, you're aiming for about 100 plus teams emailing individually. Um, and yes, it's a lot of emails. Yes, there's a lot of people to contact. Yes, there's a lot of typing. Um, but current ratio and percent, if you're applying for 50 jobs, I'm sure you'll get a reply of five. 
and you might be um, networking by messaging 10 people on LinkedIn a day. You might not get any replies. You might just get a generic reply of, sorry, there is no positions. But if you're applying to 100, 200, 300 people, at least one will reply to tell you the next step to tell you what you need to improve on, to tell you what you need to do next, what to do with your CV, how to develop your CV, where to go. Um, if you're not on the right lines, they'll direct you. Or if you hit the right jackpot, they'll invite you down. As soon as you get into pro sport, it's all about networking. Um, I wouldn't have got Saracens if I wasn't at Bangor Football Club. I wouldn't have got Sale Sharks if I wasn't at Saracens. And I wouldn't have got the Welsh National Sevens team, if it wasn't a um, So, one message out of, I'm going to say, 150 messages, that one message got me successful through Saracens and led on to sail sharks full time. Um, but if I didn't apply for 150 people, if I only applied for 149, that one message might have not been delivered. And I might be in a very different position I am right now. Um, working in Bangor still, deciding a different career pathway, but determination, and obviously this is where I want to work at, and this is my career path, um, got me to email and message a lot, a lot, a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and if people complain about, I can't message 50 people a day, I have no time, or there's 24 hours in a day, it only takes 50 seconds to reply to an email or send an email. Yeah. If you five a day across the whole, you're hitting 42, 50 emails even a week. Um, and fingers crossed, every day you keep checking the emails and that one alarm buzz might be the opening of a career. So, yes, it's not the best way and it's not the most fun way of getting a career pathway, but... You have to do what you got to do. Yeah. I mean, I, I had a conversation, a really interesting conversation with a guy um, who I'm hoping to get on the podcast really soon. Um, and he said he's a um, he's a trainer of athletes as well. Um, he's not quite the same as you. He's working. He's got, he's got to finish his disc for the level four S&C. But um, he's kind of he trains um, boxers and pro footballers and things like that. Um, he's a really great guy. And he was saying how he's been really successful recently. Um, well, not recently, for the past kind of over nearly half a decade. Um, and the people are messaging him. One particular girl's messaging him. She's coming down from Manchester um, just to watch him train someone, just to like observe him. And that's the kind of dedication that you you need. Like you say, you know, it's not a very glamorous way of getting jobs, but the experience and you know meeting someone and seeing what they're like and what they do is so so important um to, to getting jobs like this even just to go to your lo local football club and stand on the side of the pitch just so the coach knows you're there that's one more person you know yeah um, he might get asked two months down the line from his best friend in liverpool saying do you know anyone that would like experience and as you've been there just pumping up a ball even um, cleaning people's boots as long as they know your name and what your ambition is um, people know how hard it is 
to get experience and so everyone will help everyone. Um, and as I know you're involved with American football and you're very involved with it, um, I had a message off the New York Giants strength and conditioning coach just motivating me, telling me to keep applying. Um, and having a message off a New York Giants strength and conditioning coach direct with your first name bases is not everyday opportunity. So if he's telling you to do this, and obviously he's at the top of his game, and that's the people that you should listen to. Um, if anyone is an undergrad or postgrad trying to figure out jobs, um, I'm happy to direct them in the right way and what to do and talk to them further of how to get into that network because um, it's quite daunting. Obviously, my confidence is quite high. As <laughs> yeah, but you have to write messages. You have to be confident in yourself. Um, you have to believe in yourself to get to that level. There's no point shying away. You don't see someone shy away from the camera on TV. Um, so, yeah, you have to do what is out of your weakness, really. Um, and half the time, you don't want to do it because you're nervous of what they're going to reply. You don't be embarrassed of what they reply. Nah, is a reply. Think of a reply as a positive aspect. Because um, if they reply to you with a first-name basis, imagine how many messages they must get a day. Um, so they've taken five, ten minutes out of their own time to message you, even if it's, sorry, there's no position at the club at the moment. But they've taken their time to speak to you, which is a very, very positive aspect because you know people are actually viewing your emails, not just. Um, so, yeah, it's literally got to try and try and try and try. As soon as you stop trying, then it's going to work in Tesco's. <laughs> <laughs> no disrespect to people that work in Tesco's, by the way. No, Tesco's um, good. Tesco's is. Tesco's is, is develop some real talents you know there was a guy a previous episode a guy worked in tesco and now he works for mercedes f1 so there's yeah. a light in the tunnel kids um yeah so yeah. do you have any tips for like people on linkedin um because like you say people people in high up positions like the new york giants guy weird flex but okay he, he probably gets like at least a couple of messages every day from someone asking him questions about what he does whether they can get into that organization or whatever how do you stand out from the crowd? Um, to be honest, you don't. Um, if you're able to write a short paragraph or even bullet points um, just to stand out, um, if, you're, if you write a huge message of, say, a thousand words, no one in their right mind is going to read it. Um, so if you just be positive, as in, dear, so on, um, this is me, this is what I have, um, mention your work for unpaid, um, you'd like to gain an insight on what they work, if that's over Skype call, if that's over going to meet them in person. Um, half the time, it is just luck. Um, so the Welsh Sevens S&C coach, as an example, um, this is how crazy it is. 
I messaged him back in January. He only wrote to me start of last month. Um, so if you imagine eight months, it took him to reply. But eight months passed, replied. Two weeks later, I was in the Welsh Sevens camp. So it's really message anyone you see who you think will benefit yourself. Um, there is no wrong or right answer. You can message them whatever you want, really. You can message them a smiley face, and if they reply to you with a smiley face, then you're onto something. You're in. <laughs> um, Winner. Yeah, and hopefully they'll take you for food, but obviously not. <laughs> but, oh dear. Yeah, literally message, 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 and hopefully reply. Um, if you wake up in the morning, proper negative, you won't get a reply. And yes, it's a mindset because you believe that. Obviously, having good friends, having people motivating you, watching even Instagram videos on positive mindsets, even how silly that sounds, it just gives you a push, just inspires you to email somewhere else. Um, you might not got to that stage yet, but the next email you send, that could be your breakthrough. Um, no one knows, and that's how daunting life is. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, really good. Let's um, let's talk about your life then, because you you work, like you said, you mentioned you work pretty unsociable hours. So what's kind of a typical day for you? So typical day would be wake up at about five o'clock in the morning. Um, get changed, get my kit ready for work, get my kit ready for my second job, um, get in my car about quarter to six, get to Sales Sharks training ground at six o'clock, um, gym with the coaches until about quarter past seven, half past seven, shower, change into your sales sharks kit. Players come in at eight o'clock um, all through the day. About half four, you finish. And then I drive 10 minutes down the road to my second job. And then I start there at five o'clock in the afternoon and finish at half 10 at night. And then go again, wake up at five o'clock the next morning and keep going so yeah it's very unsociable hours it's not the best but that's why there's red bull <laughs> that's why they made monster and yeah it's but as i'm into fitness as i'm a fitness freak i gym every day um if i didn't gym I'd wake up at, say, seven, get to the training ground at half seven. But obviously in professional sport, um, you're working as your own business. So you have to keep yourself in good shape. You have to be an example to the players. Um, you can't walk around the training ground with a bag of muffins. Um, it has to be fruit. It has to be a healthy diet. You have to be an example of your coach. Um, and that's how you benefit by them, really. If they believe that you're dedicated in your own training, 
they know that you'll dedicate yourself into there. Uh, that's well, that's probably one of the top ways of standing out, really. Um, if you're dedicating yourself to training, dedicating yourself to fitness, waking up two hours before you have to just to train, just to keep yourself healthy, fit, um, they'll benefit that more because you're what you're putting in, obviously, you get out. Um, obviously, you could look good in the mirror as well, but <laughs> bonus, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a lifestyle, really, not really a job, it's a whole different world. Yeah. So uh, how do you how do you stay motivated to do all of that? That's crazy. So, well, some people that I've spoken to in the last two three months um, understand that my motivation got to the low 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 point because um, I was working these um, so a day. Say I'm working. Say I'm working fifteen sixteen hours a day. And I'm only getting paid for five and a half. Um, that is not the best motivation you can possibly have. Um, but you try and dig deep. You remind yourself of what level you're at. You remind yourself the players you're working with. Um, you remind yourself of where you started and where you are now. Um, just small things, really. Um, waking up in the morning understand you're going to the sales charts training ground um you're in the environment of cameras you're in the environment of um sports cars you're in the environment of yeah um glamorous glamorous world really yeah um so that one motivates me because i realized what i've achieved um so yeah it's the small things it's so some people realise, obviously, while wow, you're at Sales Sharks, um, you want to get up in the morning, you want to do work, you want to work with them, you want to work with the players. But it's not that glamorous and not that motivating. Um, so you have to look back at where you started and what it took yourself to get to this point. Um, and that's what I use as motivation, really. Yeah, yeah, sweet. That's really good. That's really good advice. For anyone, really, to be honest. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Would you say, kind of, what's the kind of, some of the biggest things, then, that you've learned since you've started working at Sale and Saracens, all these big clubs? What are some of the biggest things that you've kind of had a kind of realisation on? Um, I think the main thing is, well, really but you don't think about it uh, it doesn't matter what club you're at it doesn't matter who you're training what players they are they could be world cup champions the south african team it could be Bangor city football club it could be saracen sales sharks london irish anyone um the regime and the training aspect of the setup is the same um so every single sport team, even if that's through different sports disciplines, football, rugby, tennis, baseball, American football, um, you always have to have a plan. The players have to get fitter. The players have to get stronger. Um, nowadays, all research evidence-based tests, um, different clubs use the same tests, really. 
Um, the same type of periodization. Um, you schedule month by month and have a philosophy of what you're going to give the players, what's the training you want to give the players, um, does the manager want the players to be quicker, does the set play want to be quicker, or do you have a manager who wants the play to be slow, they wants the players to be heavier, um, bigger, stronger. Um, so yeah, the setup of teams is basically identical. The only difference is the level of funding. Um, so obviously, the funding at a Premiership Championship side, um, they'll be able to get the best equipment, they'll be able to get the best supplements. Um, so the training will be easier. But say if you're at a semi-professional team, if you're in Division 1, Division 2, all the way down to Division 6, um, the coaching aspect is yourself. So you'll have to understand how to implement all these crazy fantasy training schemes without the equipment. Um, so, yeah, that's the biggest learning point I've taken from working at these different clubs. So, for an example, um, fitness tests were the same for Saracens. Fitness tests were the same for Sale Sharks. Fitness tests were the same for the Wales Sevens players. Um, training programs in the gym are the same. Um, different blocks of training. You have size, you have power, you have hypertrophy, you have muscle building. Um, yes, all these brand new evidence is coming out all about prevention. Um, and that's what sticks you out as a good coach, really. If you understand how to benefit from these evidence-based research exercises to develop the players further, and whoever does it at the best becomes the best coach, really. Um, The more support you have, the more input you have as yourself, um, you develop and you develop and develop. Um, So, yeah, you could jump from clubs to club to club to club. But at the end of the day, the setup, the process of giving the program to an elite athlete is nigh on the same thing. Um, yes, obviously it's daunting. Yes, obviously you're walking into an actual elite sport training ground. Um, you know it's not going to be the general public in a normal gym. Day to day, I'm walking to work. And I might have to spot and train Chris Ashton at chest. Um, and that's where you have to be confident in yourself. That's where you have to take what you've learned through uni, what you've learned through reading. And yeah, just be uh, independent, be confident individual. And at the end of the day, they're normal people, but with a title. Um, they're humans. They pick up weights. Um they drive, they eat food. There's nothing special. Um, yeah, so, yes, it's an eye-opener from different worlds, different general population to elite athletes. But at the end of the day, there's not much difference, really. Yeah. Okay, that's really interesting. Cool. So, what is the... Um, 
what does the future hold for you personally then? Um, so I'll finish it. Um, the season will, well, obviously the season will come to an end in June next year. Um, and that'll give me a full year, full time basis of a strength and conditioning intern. Um, hopefully, well, well, yeah, put my hands up. I'll be going down to Cardiff, going back up to different clubs to work with the Welsh National 7 side, um, keep developing, keep learning, try and go to workshops, um, maybe get another qualification, get accredited to a certified basis, um, apply for jobs. Um, so, yeah, my, my aim after this year would be to gain a full-time position at either a professional sports club or a professional sports club academy. Um, that's through, if that's through uh, physiology or sports science. So, yeah, is at that level as well, you can't direct yourself to one sport. So, Currently, I'm applying for British rowing, British gymnastics, rugby, football, American football, rugby league. Because um, all the concepts of fitness are the same. Um, all depends on what you get, really. Um, as I said before, you're unsure what's around the corner. I might wake up tomorrow and get offered a job in American football college level. Um, you might get offered a job in the Premier League in football. Um, networking's the same at the level I'm at now. Network's the same at level just out of university. Um, you still have to apply. You still have to contact people. Uh, so, yeah, fingers crossed. By next December, so Christmas 2020, I'm hoping to be in a full-time position in a professional sports club. Yeah, um, that's my aim. Sick. Okay, well, um, if you want me to put a good word in for you at British Gymnastics, I know a guy. Um, so let me know. <laughs> um, if, uh, it doesn't have to be someone on LinkedIn. It could be your best friend. It could be your girlfriend. It could be your ex. Whoever they know, they just pass your name on. It could be, yeah. It, networking starts off with your friends to internet relationships really yeah. uh, that's not on tinder that's not on bumble <laughs> um yeah it's anyone really yeah we, we we're talking about a lot about the kind of the connections and things like that so there's a lot of with connections there's a lot of people skills a lot of social skills that go on have you have you always been good at the kind of social skills type of things? Have you had a bit of a struggle with it? Um, my opinion, I've been good at it, as um, my social skills, my confidence around people is high. Um, I can talk to anyone really. Um, I've developed that through. Uni, develop that through working at different clubs, meeting different people, um, developing the way I speak, developing the way I talk to someone, if that's socially, if that's casually, or if that's professional. Um, 
you just you build as a person um you understand how to build relationships um if you haven't reached a certain level take it as a positive learn from it um if you feel you could have been more positive more forward try it with the next person um as they say there's plenty of fish in the sea yeah um so yeah just keep trying every single person you message maybe message them differently um start off even go into the supermarket try and talk to the cashier person differently um even in funny ways even in confident ways make a joke just so you build your social skills just so you're more confident around people really yeah um, um, and yeah um so lucky enough as my social skills are quite high i'm able to message i'm able to walk into a business i'm able to walk into an organization and speak to them on first person terms um working with such um day by day i'm working with pro athletes day by day i'm working with pro coaches um so obviously that's given me an insight on how to speak at that level. Um, giving different coaching cues, different uh, replies, putting dear sir and madam instead of hi bruv before email. <laughs> What's that? Um, not recommending to put hi bruv because it doesn't really get you anywhere. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's all developing your confidence really. And as some people know who I'm close to and who I'm not close to, my confidence is quite high. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but taking it as a positive. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I, I've. I mean, I'm. I'm kind of the opposite. I've never. I don't personally think I've ever been, like, particularly confident in talking to people and things like that. Um, and for anyone listening that's in the same boat, um, there's a book that I read that was recommended to me by a previous guest on this show, actually. Um, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. It's a really, really good book. Um, and if you struggle in in the kind of social situations, meeting people, making a new conversation, how to um, how to go about that and how to start, you know, getting what you want from a certain situation or conversation or whatever it might be. That book is that book certainly changed my life. Um, uh, definitely. It's not that long either. It's pretty it's pretty concise, which is fantastic. So definitely give that a read. Um, if you think about it, there's however billions of people in the world. Um, if you message one person, if you meet one person in the street, um, the odds of you seeing that person again is very slim. So if you make yourself absolute crap, um, if you end up throwing a drink over their head, if you end up... Um, saying your name wrong like you it's it's not a weakness um you shouldn't drive yourself to the floor being like oh i've just i've ruined this opportunity um i feel like an absolute pleb um but there's yeah go up to the next person if it doesn't work for the next person i can guarantee the next person will be like oh this guy's got character um this guy could work for us this guy yeah um same as talking to girls really um if one doesn't work out there's always one down the street 
Um, <laughs> oh dear. Taking advice from you is is yeah. something else, mate. You're 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 prolific, lad. You're prolific. Well, my advice is the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, similarly, if anyone wants any dating tips, Alistair's your man. Uh, <laughs> no, and just be yeah. Just understand that there's always a pathway and things happen for a reason. Yeah. Um, don't think your life's ended if some person turns around and says no. Because uh, yeah. I guaranteed one person will say yes. And that's the person you have to find. And look, if that was one LinkedIn. Um, but yeah, you have to have that mindset day by day. Uh, put my hands up. My mindset's not the best currently, but keep looking at the small things and keep listening to your friends, keep listening to your family. Um, if they motivate you, understand that they obviously care about you. Um, they obviously want the best for you. You help each other out. Um, don't just sit in a room with YouTube on and feel like you're in a hole. Um, so, yeah, that's my advice. Yeah, it's got pretty. It's only ten thirty. It's not. It's not. Not that late. But we're getting deep. We're getting deep. Okay, cool. Um, all right. You might hate me for this, but right. you have to. You have to talk about it sometime. Can we talk about your new Instagram venture, please? Um. No, not really. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Um, right. So. As Instagram, um, it's becoming more business related. Yeah. Um, people are using it for different reasons. People are using it to get their name out. People are using it just to copy somewhere else. Uh, whatever you use it for, there's always going to be a purpose behind that reason. Um, and I've tried doing different pages. I've tried fitness pages um i've tried starting business um through massage i've started like advertising myself but recently um i was like see what happens so if anyone's seen my facebook post about if anyone would like a free program the reason behind that is so i've just set up a Instagram page on basically sport physiology, um, which will be posted about workouts, um, how to achieve the best out you work out, different concepts of my experience in sports. Um, hopefully people can implement from the posts I put on to their own teams. If they're struggling, people direct me. Yeah, um, and obviously Nat um, has been a participant in that post. Um, so yeah, I'm hopefully using people as my little guinea pigs to video certain exercises, seeing how you're able to give a average Joe, the starter of the gym, someone who's had gym experience. If you give them professional sport advice and see how they benefit off it, you're able to have the both sides. Um, so as Nat knows, as I've given them a program for participating, 
Um, it's pretty hard from what he's said so far. Oh, it's killing me off, mate. Um, but stay with no pain, no gain. Whoever wants to participate, you get a free program. Um, that's worth probably about 100 to 200 pounds. Hit me up. Yeah, I mean, it was hilarious. I don't know if I told you this, actually. I had a, you know when you join a gym and they're like, oh, do you want a PT to show you around? And I was like, I haven't been in a gym in a while and they've got some cool stuff in here that I don't know what it does. So, yeah, I'll take that free session, whatever. It's a free one-on-one, basically, so why not? Um, I get to meet someone else as well. That's fun. Um, And I did it and this guy was talking to me and I showed him the program the day that I was doing, which was my upper body day. And... um, and he, the first thing he said, he looked at it. And the first thing he says, he goes, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of exercise. And I was like, yeah, I know. And then uh, I proceeded to tell him that you're an absolute nutter. And <laughs> you just, you like have no concept of rest whatsoever. And um, you just decide that it's hilarious to, to ruin people's lives with fitness. Um, but oh. no, on, on the, on the real, your, that Instagram page is so good. I know it's just started, but the content is so good. Um, and yeah. I, it's definitely worth getting involved. And if you could get that Instagram page like properly going, you're going to generate a lot of a lot of attention, I think, because the information on it is so useful. I've looked, I've read through all of them, and they're so useful. Well, it's the name of the page is Christ. The name <laughs> of the page is A H Sport Fizz. Um, not spelling it out because if you can't find it, that's your fault. Um, <laughs> oh dear yeah i'm sure you'll see it around and i'm sure you'll find it if you try and search for it i'm gonna stop sharing it more so basically some of the workouts that i put on there you could use them yourself instead of paying for a personal trainer or a workout plan yeah yeah best of both worlds i get followers yeah program yeah easy yeah The, the seriously the information is really impressive on that yeah i had no idea your little brain could handle all that no. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I'm glad we talked about that because I wanted to for ages. Um, yeah. I haven't actually. Yeah. I, my my session today was so rushed. My whole day today has been so rushed. So I didn't get a chance to do more videos for you, but I will. Can't wait for those. All good. And those new ones you sent me. Oh my god. I think I'm gonna die. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> okay cool well um yeah i've i've officially run out of questions for you so you can you can rest easy my son um yeah thank you so much for coming on really really appreciate it um this is this has been in the works for a while to be fair but it's good to get you on finally it's good to have a chat about it had a lot of interesting stuff and hopefully you guys listening enjoyed it too and maybe learned something about what it's like to work in the professional sport world um sounds pretty crazy to me can't wait to get into it um yeah apart from that alistair i'm, I'm afraid to say this but do you want to give any shout outs um i'll shout out to hayden yeah that's a good shout uh shout out to levi big shout shave your beard what do you mean i love his beard his beard looks great yeah, but change is best. Is it better than yours? Is that what you're jealous? No. <laughs> and uh, shout out to, I don't know, I'm sure a lot of people will like a shout out, but yeah, 
shout out to Nathaniel. Oh, who's he? He sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you. Thank you. Okay, cool. Well, um, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this and uh, look out for some, some more episodes. The guests are getting more and more um, outside of my friend um, friend radius. Is that a thing? My my sphere of sphere of influence. I don't know what the word is for that, but the people I'm talking to about being on a podcast, I don't know personally, like at all. Um, and some of them are extremely um, clever or high up in their field. So the the next the next few months should be full of some pretty crazy guests. I'm really really excited for a couple of them. Um, should be really interesting. Um, but yeah, keep keep looking out. Um, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Follow Alistair on Instagram. Follow the new one on Instagram. And if you know him personally or find him on Instagram, do message him about the whole guinea pig thing because that is a really good deal and it's would help him massively as well, which is you know what we want. So yeah, without further ado, I will leave you all to your days. Hope you're having a good one, um, whatever time of day it is. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you later. Thanks, guys.